Love and light, family, peace and blessings. It's your girl, Shanae, with the Empowerment Empire. Coming at you today with another episode. On today's episode, we are going to talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. This is not necessarily... mainstream kind of topic, but um, I got asked a question. Uh, Let me tell you what the question was, actually. I think it was something like, how do I satisfy my sexual needs um, if I have any? Many of you know that I am single, Um, I'm doing the whole online dating scene. Well, actually, I took a break from the online dating scene, and and I'll talk about that probably on another episode. Um, But I was doing the whole online dating thing. I've been separated uh, in the process of divorce for the past six years, and so... It has been a real struggle out here for your girl as far as, uh, you know, I I would say just kind of learning, you know, because getting married at the age that I did, I have found in my online dating that I was very emotionally immature um, because, again, I was with somebody from the age of 14 to 34. So, you know, at 14, you definitely have no clue of who you are. And I would say at about 34, you're just kind of coming into who you are and understanding who you are and what your needs are, your desires, what you kind of need from a partner, so on and so forth. So, you know, um, I have had to learn quite a few lessons over the past several years in regards to dating and sex and all these kind of different things that kind of come along with uh, being single in today's society. So again, like I said, without veering too far off the topic, I was asked, how do I satisfy my sexual needs. Um, And I will say previously in the past, uh, you know, I would kind of just go with the flow. I'm the type of girl that I definitely need a connection with a man before I can just have sex with them. Um, Even if like what I found is that sometimes it's not necessarily a real genuine connection, but at least they had to kind of pretend like it was in order for me to give myself sexually. Um, uh, Taurus Venus, and you know, those Tauruses are very slow and steady. Happy full moon in Taurus, uh, by the way, before I forget. But anyways, yeah, I have a Taurus uh, Venus. And so, you know, I'm not really one for just meaningless sex naturally. Um, 
And I will say, since I have learned the power of sex and uh, just the energetic connection that it creates, I'm definitely more mindful of, you know, who I'm out here having sex with because, you know, we pick up each other's frequencies and vibrations naturally. I mean, just interacting with people, we pick up other people's uh, energy and vibrations. So definitely, if we're having sex with them, we are most certainly, you know, interjecting all of their being into us. Um, And especially women, you know, uh, we, and especially if we are allowing the man to come inside of us, that is like his life force energy. Um, And so, you know, you really have to be mindful of who you're sleeping with because you will pick up their energies um, if he has addictions to things, if, you know, he has financial problems, if he's angry, you know, this is why, you know, in the Bible, it talks about when, uh, you know, the two becoming one, because absolutely, energetically, we do become one. And so if you are not in a committed relationship with the person that you are sleeping with, you're taking on all of their good shit and bad shit. And a lot of times it's more bad shit than good shit. So, you know, I'm definitely not out here trying to have meaningless sex, um, you know, but I am human and I do have sexual needs and desires. So have I had meaningless sex? Yes, I have. Um, But again, today I have the awareness that I do, and that's just not something that I'm out here doing because it is very hard to rid yourself of somebody else's bullshit. Um, And I've experienced that. And then also, you know... um, If you're not, sex is a very powerful act, meaning it's like we're pouring into each other. Um, And if we're not in a committed or a monogamous type situation, you know, the energy that I'm pouring into you, well, it's not going to actually flow back to me because, you know, once we're done, you're going to go off, you're going to do your thing, you know, you might take another girl out to dinner and here I have just, as a woman, charged a man and the energy is not being returned to me. So that is why I will typically refrain from meaningless sex because I want my return on my investment, okay? And that's just being real. Like, if I'm giving myself to you sexually, I want to know that you are pouring back into me, feeding my spirit as well. Because sex empowers a man. 
it ignites him. It gives him a charge and he's able to go out and conquer and and do all the things that he needs to do. It 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 lifts his vibrational state and he's able to then think freely and clearly and you know, if he's got goals, he's able to set them in motion so on and so forth. And so if he's not able to then, you know, power me back up after I've just drained myself, well, then in my mind, that's not fair. So um, I definitely do not try to make it a conscious habit of having meaningless sex. If I am having sex with somebody and I'm not in a committed or a monogamous relationship, it's somebody that I've had a relationship experience with and maybe I feel safe with this person and I feel that, um, you know, I won't have to get too much of their debris off of me afterwards. Typically, I feel like they're in a good space you know, mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, So I don't mind giving in to my flesh, you know, for this particular person. But um, I really kind of don't make that a habit. Uh, Our sexual energy is derived from our sacral chakra, Um, It's the one that sits above our base, the one that is orange in color. And so, you know, that is our creative chakra. So for me, typically I am utilizing my creative energy in a productive way, Um, which, you know, it can be several different things for me. I enjoy making candles. Uh, um, I enjoy making bath soaks. I enjoy, you know, um, just being creative in general. Uh, This podcast, these are all ways for me to express that uh, creative energy so that I don't feel stagnated or blocked Um, and give in to my flesh, you know, if I see, uh, an attractive man or if a man approaches me and wants sex, I mean, of course these men want to have sex with us ladies, like, you know, we're beautiful. Um, and we're walking around here with all this, uh, beautiful body and yeah, they're getting turned on. So of course they're going to want to have sex with us, but, you know, we have the power to say yes or no, and for me, um, like I said, I give in to my flesh when I feel like it. Every now and again, it does come upon me. I mean, I'm human, and I don't judge it, Um, and I think that's something that we are kind of taught to judge, you know, or that we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be doing that or this or that. Um, And I don't necessarily feel that way. I feel like we're all sexual beings. 
Um, God created us this way. And so I don't try to intentionally deny that aspect of myself. However, I am very mindful of how I express that energy. You know, sometimes you can go for a good run and that'll satisfy it. You know, sometimes you have to masturbate. Sometimes, you know, yes, you might have a friends with benefits type of situation and you got to call up somebody that you feel safe with, um, somebody that you're comfortable with. Uh, And again, you know, I try not to have judgment of whatever it is I decide in that moment. I go with the flow. Um, But again, I've just learned that you really kind of got to be careful because, again, if it's not somebody that you are actually in a committed relationship with, it can kind of serve as a hindrance, you know, because you will take on their shit. And if they're not pouring back into you, why take on somebody else's shit? Why charge somebody um, for them to go and you know, be fulfilled and sustained for the amount of time that they're fulfilled and sustained, and you're left drained, you know, with nothing to show for it. And I'm not saying that we have to get uh, anything financial out of it. I'm definitely not her. I'm not a woman that looks to a man um, to uh, buy me things because I'm having sex with him. That is kind of called a prostitute. Um, However, you know, if the sex is meaningful, then he's going to want to uh, pour into you. However, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's, you know, buying you things, whether it's, you know, uh, helping you to uh, grow your business, whether it's uh, just the support, however you need him to support. Um, So, yeah, I I definitely don't try to just be willy-nilly out here with anybody. Um, I try to uh, genuinely have a connection, you know, with somebody. But, you know, again, like I said, I'm human. I've been single for the past six years. And so, yes, I've had, you know, a few sexual contacts. And as long as I'm being safe and I'm not uh, hurting anybody or leading anybody on um, and I'm aware of exactly what I'm getting myself into because, ladies, that is another thing, too. You know, a lot of times you will have false expectations, you know, when you start having sex with a man. You go into it knowing that he's one way, um, and then as you continue to break down those barriers and you 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 having sex with him, then you start 
you know, thinking that he's going to be somebody different because you guys have started having sex. And so that is not his fault. That is your fault. Um, So I think you kind of have to be aware of who you are. Um, Me, I'm very clear as to what I seek and desire in a man and in a relationship. And so, you know, if I go into a situation with somebody and I'm aware that this person is not that person for me. Um, So I can't be having sex with him four and five times and then think that all of a sudden he's going to be something different than what he presented himself in the beginning. No. Um, So I'm very aware of that, you know, that kind of threshold, you know, but it's when you constantly, continuously keep having sex with the person over and over and over, you know, women, we, we, uh, you know, we're emotional creatures. And so we start building these emotional ties And then we start having these expectations um, or we start validating certain things. And it's like, you can't do that. He is who he is and you have to accept them. But you have to know, you know, if you're somebody that gets uh, swept up real quick through sex, then, you know, you have to refrain from it. Um, Me, myself. Uh, thankfully, I don't necessarily, uh, I mean, I can, but I don't necessarily kind of get myself swept up. So I can be out here just like these dudes sometimes and okay, thank you. Um, and keep it moving because I recognize that what I desire on a deeper level before we have sex, I understand that you are not able to fulfill that. Um, And so I don't create a falsehood around who you are because we have had a couple sexual experiences together because, you know, I have done that and then you get disappointed. So you have to kind of master, you know, who you are and master your emotions and recognize who you're dealing with and if they're going to be able to, uh, you know, what you are wanting, if they're going to be able to fulfill that desire in the first place. Um, Because, you know, we'll start falling in love with potential or thinking that we can change him because, you know, we've had sex with him a couple of times and Sis, I'm here to tell you that we can't change these dudes. Um, They are who they are. Um, And even learning, like, the love cards and the birth cards, and we'll get into that on another episode. Um, Now I recognize that a lot of these, you know, kind of relationships are just kind of karmic in nature. And so I'm able to even more detach myself um, because I will know, you know, you aren't even able to fulfill me anyway. 
So I'm not going to create an emotional tie for no reason um, or emotionally invest. I am quick to jump off. I am a person that avoids, you know, emotional investments at all costs. And sometimes um, I can kind of wonder if that, you know, will sometimes prevent me from being vulnerable because, you know, I definitely don't want to emotionally invest for no reason. So it's kind of like a defense mechanism that I've kind of created. Um, but I'm working through all of that. And like I said, I've learned, I've learned myself and I feel like that's just the biggest thing. You have to learn yourself and master your emotions. Um, I know that I'm somebody that doesn't have, uh, the natural ability to create boundaries when I'm in love. And so, um, you know, I can kind of get swept up really quick if I'm not careful. I've had to learn that over these past couple of years about myself. And so having that awareness initially, you know, when I go into situations, I'm very real with myself. I'm very, you know, uh, straight up with myself. I don't try to gaslight or kid myself or think that I'm going to make him something that he's not uh, because I have had this sexual exchange with him. No, um, because again, that is us. That is not them. And it's either you can accept them where they're vibrating or you can't. And so for me, like I said, if I recognize that we are not on the same page and we're not wanting the same things, I'm not going to continue to, uh, like, you know, laying up and cuddling and all of that good stuff. We do all of that. And it just creates, you know, falsehood. And then you're like left picking your face up off the ground when, you know, the the situation finally uh, ceases or it comes to a head, um, that has happened to me. And so I've had to learn like, no, you know, I'm not going to be up here playing footsies and cuddling and, you know, uh, laid up watching movies and all this, you know, good shit if it's just what it is. Because then, you know, we kind of start having you know, false expectations. He's just doing what he feels like he needs to do to get what he needs to get because he needs his charge, boo, and you his charge. But you over here thinking that you got, you know, that you guys are building something. And, you know, sometimes maybe you are. But a lot of times you actually aren't. You're just, you know, fulfilling his need in that moment. And so I feel like that's where you have to be very real with yourself. So, you know, again, like I said, how I uh, satisfy myself sexually um, these days is I try to channel that energy creatively, uh, making the candles, creating the podcast, 
doing things that I love, exercising, you know, eating uh, those good juicy fruits and, you know, just nourishing my sacral chakra um, in its totality, trying to keep it in balance, you know, minus the sex, um, prayer, meditation, all of these things are, you know, good acts to do. Sometimes I will, you know, dress myself up in beautiful lingerie, have me a nice glass of wine, you know, um, when I was smoking, toke toke a little weed, and, you know, just lose myself and myself, enjoy, indulge in myself, rub on my own breasts, you know, rub on my own thighs. Sometimes I'm looking at myself and I'm like, damn, girl, you are sexy. Yes. You know, so sometimes it's not for, you know, us to necessarily uh, be having sex with a man so much as just loving our loving on ourselves uh you know being okay with you know touching yourself there is nothing wrong with that um I think in a lot of religions we have been taught against it and so we will deny that as- aspect of ourselves but um it actually creates a block um, in our divine feminine energy. It is nothing wrong with uh, looking at yourself lovingly in the mirror, naked, rubbing on your beautiful breasts, and you know, admiring all of the beauty that God has blessed you with. There is nothing wrong with that. And so, you know, if you have you know, allowed religion or other people, other outside sources to make you feel shame around that, then, you know, I would say you need to really kind of, you know, sit with yourself because that actually can create dis-ease within your, you know, your your body, um, you know, and you'll have imbalances in your sacral chakra, you know, reproductive issues, um, you know, heavy menstrual flow, fibroids, uh, cysts, all of these female diseases that we tend to get stem from, you know, these blocks and imbalances that we have in our sacral chakra. And a lot of it is from us denying our femininity um, because that is that is what society and religion and you know your grandparents or your parents have you know made you kind of deny that or feel shame around you know your sexuality your sensuality um, and so I would encourage you if you do have these judgments about yourself to release them, um, consciously release these blocks and, you know, enjoy yourself, love yourself, uh, grease your body up with some coconut oil and love on your own damn self. Um, and so 
I'm just going to kind of leave it right there. Uh, I hope this kind of helps and uh, enlightens and empowers you to uh, be okay with being a sexual being. That is how we create. That is how we create worlds. God made us this way. He gave us these beautiful breasts and this uh, this vaginal portal. It, 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 it creates whole lives. We can create whole humans. So there is nothing wrong with us expressing our sacral chakra so long as we're doing it in a healthy manner. And we're keeping things in perspective, okay? Love and light, happy full moon and Taurus. Hope you guys are using this time to uh, transform your lives. I know I am. Peace and blessings.